Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Oh, hello. And goodbye. What? What do you mean by that? Well, I'm just... Uh, look, I'll... Listen. It's not... It's not that at all. It's, it's, it's the opposite of that. Hello, and welcome to the last episode in this series of Not Today, Thank You. I'm not saying it won't be back, because it will. It's probably going to be back in... February or March, maybe? I tell you what, to be on the safe side, why don't we say March? Should we say March? February? I mean, God knows what kind of a puddle I'll be. Uh, look, there's a rainbow in my heart. I, I'm sorry to be, uh, you know, leaving the podcast now. Um, and uh, But I must, because the, for the next six weeks, I'm, I'm doing live radio every weekday, uh, which is thrilling and very exciting. So, and, and I want to thank you if you've been listening to this, particularly if you've engaged or interacted with this uh, show uh, over the last few weeks. Um, I'm so grateful, really, because uh, it's helped me in the process of discovery and ideation, guys. Doing some weird work, Jacob. Before you, terms like that. Well, I did a, I did a training session with John Holmes. What you were training him, or he was training? No, we were training people uh, how to make uh, promos, trails for for the radio. Yeah, did you feel like you were qualified? No, not really. But I used words like ideation and then judged myself immediately. Anyway, didn't mean to talk about that. Uh, it has helped, yes, with the process of, of getting stuff ready. So for the next two weeks, I'm going to be doing uh, breakfast on... Well, it's not even breakfast, it's like brunch on Jack FM. They've decided to move their breakfast show. Uh, normally it's 7 till 10, uh, but we're doing 9 till 12 because it's Christmas, and why not? And I kind of love that about that station. They'll just kind of do what suits them, which I, I, I adore. So uh, if you're around between 9 and 12 um, over the next two weeks, um, from that's from the 19th of December to uh, the very end of December, why don't you join me? You can go to jackfm.co.uk and that's where I'll be. And there's a listen again as well. If, if you've missed, if you're like, well, it's not that now, uh, you, you can go and listen again. Um, I don't know how long they stay up there for, not that long, but they're, they're up there for a bit. Uh, so that, and then I'm doing the Radio 4 Extra thing, which is wildly exciting, too exciting. I found I, I, I'm sort of, we've done a couple of run-throughs, and I'm just gabbling. Uh, it's like your internal body clock just clicks into overdrive. And um, it's, it's been an interesting process 
sort of listening to that and going, well, hang on. Why are you doing that? Come on. You're better than that. <laughs> be like, well, evidently I'm not. I think I know what it is. I think it's 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 literally just the technical process of trying to figure out what the hell am I doing next? How do I queue it up? What button does it? How do I get out of here? Uh, you've got to know your exit strategy. I've had some very helpful people giving me some good schooling. Anyway, thanks to those people. Uh, so that's what's happening. So that's why uh, the podcast is is going to sort of hibernate a little bit. But I'll be excited to be back. Uh, I've got a great feature interview. Uh, for Well, it's a sort of a live tasting thing uh, with a, a, a truly amazing woman called uh, Molly Elwood. That's coming up in a second. Uh, first, though, I wanted to tell you that um, I've sort of upheld what has now sort of become a tradition, I'm going to say, because it's been three years or something I've done it now. That's a massive commitment from my perspective. Um, I've uh, published an annual of music. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I did an album. It's all up there. It's on uh, Apple Music and Google and YouTube and Deezer <laughs> and Spotify. Uh, it's just a compilation of the music I've done uh, in the last year. What I discovered, there was some music that I couldn't really put up because it sort of belongs to other people there's there's a series of songs i've done for john holmes uh something to watch out for i think in the new year he's got a series called unsafe space coming out on radio 4 it'll be on bbc sounds i've had to set uh fairly right-wing columnists to music uh set their columns to music and it's uh it's not an easy process uh, to be perfectly honest with you it's uh, quite hard to do, um, but they've come out really well. I mean, really, really well. Um, so I can't put those on the album yet because they haven't been broadcast yet, and that doesn't feel very fair. Other things, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to put those on. It's been a bit unilateral. So the music from this podcast, yes, uh, some of the jingles uh, that have been on this, but because I realised if I take out those songs and stuff, I haven't actually made that much music this year but ironically i've done more what i'd call professional as in paid music than i normally would so what there is is really good but i've kind of padded out look it's a flat rate fee for an album you can have up to 35 tracks so I've, I, I got up to 30 tracks and thought all right leave it there um I've put some other things uh, on the album that I think are sort of fun and they're sort of historic things. So this is stuff from the archives. So there's there's a live recording of me doing the 12 Days of Gregsmas. Um, that's from a Now show. And the story behind that is I was on my way in. I, I was doing an, another song, which I think is, it was either Generic Christmas Sentiments, which is also on there and a bit of a favourite uh, of some people. I don't know who those people are. Um, did I put the John Lewis one on? Maybe I didn't. I didn't put the John Lewis one on. I meant to. Yeah, I did. Christmas ad song. Um, and the producer contacted me. I was on my way in saying, could, could you possibly do another song? I have a feeling I might be a bit short. So I sat in some pancreas and uh, I uh, bashed out uh, this Greg's 12 Days of Christmas song 
uh, and then I had to go and buy an emergency ukulele. I've done that twice. That's why I've got so many ukuleles. Um, and, and sing it. But actually, I think it was probably better than, than the song I went in there to do. Uh, so that's there, which is nice. There's music from podcasts, the Hoovering Podcast thing, uh, the Beer Cast, which is a bit of a bop, um, In Other News, which is a nice tune. Uh, there's music from the Delightful Sausages Now, but see the overture and the theme. Uh, it's 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 got some nice stuff. Larry and Paul feature there with their remixed theme tune from their live show on the YouTube. Jake Yap's Media Circus, the theme tune for that's on there. And there's three songs from um, a project that I mean, technically it's just sort of dormant. It hasn't been killed or anything because it didn't go anywhere. But I developed a sort of comedy horror um, idea for a guy. Uh, as a screenplay but the idea was it was going to be a musical comedy horror musical because why not throw more genres in um and there are three songs one's called boop and it's sort of two kind of idiots who are who are young and in love and silly and he's super silly and she's slightly sadistic um uh, and the idea is she's sort of effectively giving him a nosebleed uh, across the song Uh, and then there's a song called raise the power and it's um a guy who's talking about his sort of ancestry and how he, he's sort of the child of of witches, effectively, down in a sort of murky, mysterious part of the new forest. Um, that's raised the power. And then there's It's Up To Us, which is a sort of feel-good finale song, which I didn't have time to write more lyrics for. So if you've ever wanted to hear me scat, well, what a golden opportunity this is for you. <laughs> There's a couple of quite pretty pieces on there. There's a song, there's a piece of music called Mine, which I I, I really like. It's one of my favourite pieces I've, I've I've done. I did that this year um, for myself. Uh, and there's a there's a tune called Underwater Kiss, 1991. So it's from 1991. It's um, so it sounds terrible. It's taken off cassette. But I kind of really like it. It's very atmospheric. And it was kind of inspired by um, Delicatessen. Do you remember that film? Such a good film. It's still a good film. Uh, French film. Uh, and there's a scene where uh, the two lead characters, they kiss underwater. It's sort of inspired by that, I think. I was obsessed with the soundtrack to that. I remember New Year's Day 1992, probably. I bought, because there was a big sale in the Sony Centre in Bromley, I got the bus on New Year's Day, or was it New Year's Eve, down uh, to Bromley, and I bought a Sony Professional Walkman. Professional Walkman. And the first thing I listened to was uh, the soundtrack to Delicatessen, and marvelled at the stunning audio quality of it. Anyway, and finally there's a Radio 4 Extra Hootenanny thing where I took the rise out of Jules Holland just for fun with everyone from Radio 4 Extra I hope you enjoy them oh yeah and Sidekick Lament that's from a Danny Wallace musical we did again for New Year's Day uh, probably something like 2009 I think when he was depping for Sean Keaveney. Um I, I ended up <laughs> subsidising the project by about 400 quid because <laughs> it's got Harry the Piano um, and Simon Bates on clarinet um, not that one What a life to go through. Poor Simon. He's brilliant. Um, So that's there. It's out. If you search for the Jake Yap Annual 2022, uh, you should find it. I'd love to know what you think of it. Uh, I I will keep checking my um, 
my email. Yes, I will. Not today at swanburst.com for you to tell me how great I You don't have to do that. In fact, you know what? I don't want to know. But now, uh, I'm delighted to say uh, I managed to secure uh, not just an interview, uh, but a sort of tasting with, um, I mean, yeah, you, you, you probably know uh, I'm, I'm vegan. But around this time of year, uh, I actually do indulge a little bit. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any harm in just having a little bit. And in fact, I think it can be a good thing. Um, and Molly Elwood, uh, she she's a farmer, uh, but she's she's one of the good guys. Uh, everything is organic, it's free range, pretty small scale family business. Uh, and she sent me. Uh, effectively a hamper. Uh, have you heard of butter boards? It's a social media thing. Basically, you get a chopping board and you smear butter on it and the idea is people could dip bread and stuff into the... It's like flavoured butter. Um, and so she sent me like a butter charcuterie board thing. Um, I constructed it according to her instructions and uh, we did like a, a, test, a tasting uh, with her guiding me through it. Uh, so here she is, the fabulous Molly Elwood. You're getting excited for that for that juicy dog meat. Yes. Well, I mean, this isn't just... And thank you so much. Uh, this is the voice of Molly Elwood. The actual Molly Elwood off of Elwood's organic dog meat. Yeah. Part of the Hi. dynasty. And thank you for sending... I can't believe you sent all this stuff. Um, oh, I, I you know, just want, I want everyone to try it and just, you know, feast on the deliciousness, especially the holidays, like getting people excited about bringing this to their holiday potlucks and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this is my first butterboard, and I, I hope I sort of executed it correctly. It looks beautiful. It looks well, beautiful. That herbed, that herbed um, yeah, dog, butter. dog milk butter. Yes. Should I start with that? I was thinking because I'm assuming that's going to have the mildest taste. Yes. I think you want to try I'm that first, maybe with that, with a little bit a little of bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is... Um, uh, freshly churned dog milk butter um, with with a little herb and uh, some edible flowers. It's um, really wow. soft, soft and really rich. What do you think? I could eat it with a spoon, frankly. It's, um, <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's got um, it's got that real depth that you get. Yeah. So this is like a cultured butter, right? Do you? Do you... Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's um. We we uh, we turn it here on site. We um, milk the dogs, you know, every day, mm. and uh, it's just the the gorgeous output there. That's just they just give it to us. It's a with gift. the dogs because with cows, um, I think they milk them twice a day because it's a different frame and stuff. Do they metabolize more quickly? Do you have to milk them more often? Uh, actually, maybe it depends on the breed. Um, our larger breeds, um, we do we do them two to three times a day. The smaller is about three times um so yeah that they just walk themselves right into the barn you know they love they love Amazing. when it's milking time they learn so fast um mm -hmm. that was gorgeous uh yeah now where do i go with Look, these meats you've got this I, best, like what looks like a bacon and some cold cut kind of things i think you should bits. end with a bacon i think you should start yeah. with the darker one that that is a okay. maple glazed yellow lab tornado steak this one Okay. That one, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. um a cut taken from the small end of the tenderloin um that sits mm. right below the dog's ribs next to the backbone. Yeah. Mm. It, it's kind of melting. 
<laughs> yeah, very tender, super lean, um, and that maple glaze gives it a lot of depth. Now, is this like is this free range? Yeah, of course. Everything on our all, all the animals are free range. Uh, at least in the summertime. In the winter, we do have to keep them in barns just because it's pretty cold, and we got to protect them from the elements. So, yeah. Um, but summertime, uh, they have rain of the pasture. They um, get to like munch on bugs and you know do all the things that nature intended. Yeah, it's kind of amazing because I find sometimes with the the more intensively farmed meats particularly a cut like this where it's already very tender it's almost too tender it's almost because mm -hmm. you know, the animals don't really move about um right but the, uh, the, yeah the extra kind of got the balance because the free range stuff is almost sometimes too lean you know yes you got it there it's it's definitely a balance we we try to keep them from getting too much exercise towards the end uh but mm -hmm. during their 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 first few months they have you know, all that puppy energy and it would be a shame mm. to waste it. That's amazing. And the glaze yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah, I think you that really brings it out. <laughs> you know, I think that you could put that maple glaze on anything. It would taste good, you know, even out of, you know, beans or something. Sure, but yeah. Once that. I was, I was going to say tofu, but let's not push it. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely not tempeh. Um, no. Wow, that's good. All right, go on then. What should I do next? Uh, I think that the that the lighter one on your left uh -huh, the um, one. is uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, one. That one there, yeah. That oh, wow. is our let's see, what it what did we send you? That's the dry aged sliced Sheltie salami. Okay, Lassie. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sheltie's smaller, like it's a oh, okay. oops. yeah, it's a little like miniature a mini one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, My wow, light went cute. out. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> so um that is made with garlic, cumin, and orange, mm. and of course, are they're humanely raised heritage Shelties. Um, okay. Great on a butter board or a charcuterie board, and yeah. great lunch meat for sandwiches. Oh, yeah, totally. And it's it's um, the cumin's really good. The cumin, yeah, yeah it yeah. really it has a really really bright flavor. That's oh, gorgeous. One of my favorites. Um, you know, it's uh, Landon, my husband, got a, a deli slicer for Christmas last year, and he oh. has just been slicing everything, everything that he can he can fit in the in the slicer. We are doing lab do and do, corgi because mm -hmm. I do for Christmas. Um, what we like to do is get um, maybe like an Alsatian leg or something like that, and just have it on the side. Right, and there's a right. knife there, and people can just kind of carve what they want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when you can cut, you can cut it so it's so thin, like you can almost see through it. It's almost like papery. It is just mm -hmm. there's nothing like it. That's nice because you sometimes get kind of like the connective tissue and stuff between the muscles and stuff can be a mm -hmm. bit on the thicker cuts. Off putting, it's, yeah, it's a bit off. But when it's that thin, it just kind of melts away in your mouth. Yeah, you just want it. You just want it to almost not resemble meat at all. You know, it's <laughs> more like yeah. yeah. A breath or something. Sure. Um, let's see. What do you want to try next? Um, oh, man. Well, we got uh, – there's the sort of lollipop things on a skewer or there's the – is that sausage-y, I guess? Yes. Um, I think, I think that – yeah, I think that is the the ones on the skewer. Yes. Um, that is the um, skinless pan-seared Yorkie thighs. Oh, wow. I do love – I do love a thigh. So. I thought they're there's they're so juicy. Um uh mm. Mm. There's a kick. Yeah, it's that's so the um, it for a leg, right? <laughs> yeah, that is the um it's uh marinated in uh, fresh organic chipotle. Um mm. 
So it just, you know, super tender, just juicy perfection, really buttery. We, that's what I I was, (laughs) that was the one that really surprised me when it came out. Um, Yeah. What do you, I mean, do you, because they're quite a small breed. Do you do a lot of smaller breed dogs? Oh, yes, yes. Um, How um, do you make that work commercially? (laughs) Well, so you you have to have a lot of them in order to profit, right? Um, Right. Especially, especially for a small farm, we have to, we have to have a lot of them. So these picnic breeds like Yorkies and Pomeranians and Chihuahuas, they actually make up 88% of the dogs that we harvest on our, our farm here. Um, we have them in a really giant shed, which sounds a little dark, but um, they do have access to a door, you know, if they can get to it. So okay. they could go in inside, right. inside and so outside. Is, now is that they free want. range or is that barn reared? That's free that's, range. That's free range. That's free yeah. range. Yeah. Each one has access to a space about the size of a piece of paper, which is, I mean, that's more than enough. You know, these are very yeah. small dogs, so they're fine. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, it's, um, it's not, it's not. It's not pretty, but it's no. my um it's the money maker, you know. It's been um it's been a really tough year. I've read I mean, particularly in the UK, um, there was an outbreak of dog influenza. Right. And right. so they've had to kind of cull huge numbers of dogs. I, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. have you had any of that? Yeah, we did. We actually had to euthanize one of our Yorkie sheds. Um, we did um, the foam. That's just a. It's just a traditional method of. What's the foam? Flood, that? You you flood that you flood the shed with a foam. It's similar to the foam that they use in fire extinguishers. So it just it's a gentle okay. foam that just goes over the dogs, and they just you know suffocate slowly. It's I mean, yeah. it's it's quiet. It's calm. You know, it's the it, there's no other way to you know euthanize that number of animals. So. Because I think we do the um, the ventilation shutdown thing. Oh where yeah, you yes. Basically, seal the room and then turn up mm-hmm. the heat. Mm-hmm. We did oh. that with some larger breeds. Um, we had a breakout of dog TB, um, and so that was a bit rough. Some there were some survivors. We had to go in and um, take them, you know, to the to the next step, to the next place, by sure. you know, by hand, which was a bit much for. For Landon and I to do on our own, so um, yeah, it the, must the be so hard. Was great seeing all those animals that you've cared for so much dying. I mean, you I know, know they die anyway, but yeah, right. It's I mean, it is hard because you know we put a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of you know sweat mm. and tears into into this into you know into this life. So, but I mean, there you can't have livestock without dead stock. It's just you know that's a <laughs> True. so. Well, look, but, to jollier things. Yes. I get, I get yes. so annoyed um, when, like, uh, vegans and vegetarians call like veggie burgers burgers. Yeah. But dachshunds are called sausage dogs for a reason, right? <laughs> right. They're shaped like it. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but we gave you uh, we gave you ground uh, ground right. ground dachshund sausage. Um, right, yeah. That's yeah. That's the uh, rosemary garlic. It's our seasonal um, mm. holiday oh. sausage. Yeah. Isn't that nice? It's a kind of family sausage. You know right. what I mean? It is. You can put that in um, spaghetti. You can eat that. You can eat that at breakfast. You can turn that, mm-hmm. shape it into a breakfast patty. Mm. That's the one. I, I could eat that all day. Yeah. That's we actually I have no idea. Yeah. We just had that last night, actually. Yeah. Like, that's why spaghetti's on my mind. Uh, my hu- husband, Landon, just put it into uh, spaghetti last night. And I was. That was gorgeous. 
it that's one thing about like living on a farm it's so fresh you know mm. there's nothing like it was it was it was yapping yesterday and today it's on my plate that is a good dog um yeah and how do you for for the actual because this is the sort of the ground dog, right right what do you we do um, yeah do for the sausages themselves we have a link sausage um and we use natural casings on all of our links um Perfect. so we do um either the intestines or dachshund skin um and that it just it gives such a good snap it's just such a great bite to it like you're not going to get that with mm. uh anything else and is that a proper nose to tail sausage yes yes we use every part of schnoops. the dog yeah <laughs> well I mean, there are some pieces that end up getting you know ground up for other purposes but okay for all, for for sure. hashtag purposes nose to tail okay <laughs> i will hashtag it <laughs> um and finally everyone's favorite it's the bacon oh my god the pug bacon that is our number one seller um i for this that so. is um yeah go for it i'm gonna let you take that bite oh wow okay mm. it's um it's a, it's more de with pig bacon. It's it's quite um, you know, it's got real bite and real chew to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a little so, bit. Uh, here's more tender. Thin. Yeah, it is. It's um, it, more the mm. more smaller animal, so a little more tender. Um, we do hardwood smoked. That's uncured as well. So it is um an organic heritage pug breed that we've been raising. Um, my step uncle started breeding them in eight, 1981. So they are, um, that is our, <laughs> that's mm. the, that's the Elwood special. Um, but yeah, we say, do it without, you like it? I love it. And I'm not really a fan of pugs ordinarily. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Those yeah. faces are a little. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily you don't scrotal, have to look at, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> You don't have to look at them to eat them, so that's the that's the good oh, part. Now I know why they were breathing. put on this earth. Yeah, <laughs> that's gorgeous. Uh, the smokiness, the, the balance of that is amazing. Do you smoke it yourself? Yes, we do. Oh, that is guys. that's my favorite thing that I like to do when I'm you know kind of just want to step away and do my own thing is get into the smokehouse and hang some pugs. It's just that's wonderful, absolutely mm. stunning. Um, so uh, I'm guessing in the UK it's probably too late for Christmas orders. Yes, it is, but you can get you can get your roast in time for Easter if you're looking for that. We are going to be doing um we do a turdoggin for the holiday season and we're going to extend it to Easter. Um and turdoggin, I don't know, do you have that in I've heard in of the, the turdoggin. Yeah, 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 which is the thing yeah. stuffed in a thing is stuffed in yeah. a thing. Yeah. We do a we do a, a you pick turdogan so you can pick from your three different breeds, um, oh, size a small, medium, and a large, and you can stuff them all. And it's with our Cajun um, our Cajun um, seasoning on it. That's just, I mean, it, if you want an American Easter turdogans, it that sounds incredible. Well, I'm sure people will be flocking to your website. Um, what is the I website so. address? Uh, the website is elwooddogmeat.com. That's E-L-W-O-O-D dogmeat.com. And you can also find us on social media, Elwood Dog Meat. Perfect. Molly, uh, honestly, uh, thank you so much for this. I, I know I should share it with my family, but... Um, <laughs> no these, one will these, know these guys if you, if you yeah. gobble that up yourself. <laughs> uh, it's been a joy to talk to you. And thank you again. Thank and, you. and good luck with the future because you're, you're, you're doing it right.
Not like Thanks so, so much. Thank yeah. you. Take care. Thanks. The fabulous uh, Molly Elwood of Elwood's Organic Dog Meat. Uh, check her out on Instagram. It's wonderful stuff. That's pretty much it. Uh, cool. Feels like it's all, you know, Christmas is happening, babe. It's Christmas is happening. And uh, I, I do particularly want to thank Mick Wright, Broken Bottle Boy. Uh, you should check in with him and all of his stuff. Uh, I think, you know, these are difficult, lean times for some of your favourite content providers. Uh, and uh, I think he'd, he'd really appreciate uh, your love and support. Uh, even if you can't do it financially, uh, I think it would mean a lot. Just, just to know, you know, we're not screaming into the void. A lot of us feel we are uh, right now. Um, uh, <laughs> I hope you have uh, a good festive season. I hope, uh, you know, all, all, the, all, the, all the best iterations of that happen or something. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, thanks to Julie uh, for helping me keep it together. Thanks to Cousin Davey, who's still boldly soldiering on with Audio Freaks. Uh, he's doing solo shows now, and damn fine they are too. Uh, if you want to listen to them, I think you have to be a subscriber now. Uh, it's audio hyphen, no, it's co-fee.com slash audio freaks. There's a hyphen in there somewhere. Something happens. Uh, genuinely, uh, all my love to you. Thanks very much for sticking with the podcast. Uh, it was really lovely to come back and find you here, and I hope that happens again in the spring. Um, in the meantime, hopefully, uh, join me, jackfm.co.uk, uh, Monday to Friday, 9 till 12, and uh, on Radio 4 Extra. We launch 7pm on the 2nd of January. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 